Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 27, Figuring Out Who You Really Are. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mom of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to find more confidence, to feel less stress in your life, and to look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hey gang, how are you today? It's good to spend some time with you here today on the podcast. Um, I just want to tell each of you that I really love you and hope that you know that there are people out there pulling for you. I just remember so much being a young adult, which was a few years ago, and it was a very challenging time for me in my life. I felt really lost. I was struggling and I didn't really know where to go to find help. And so in doing this podcast and in coaching young adults every day, really my hope is that I can help you find hope in your future and find, you know, confidence in yourself that you can accomplish whatever you want in your life. You know, I love you because I know you're human and I know all the challenges that we face as humans, but I just find so much joy in trying to help you in your life. And I hope in some way, um, I something I say will be a benefit to you. So um, as I was thinking about uh, what I could say today, I just kept thinking about how important it is that we figure out who we are. And I know, again, as a young adult, I had no idea who I was, what I wanted, where I wanted to go. And really, I think it is a quest of a lifetime. But the sooner that we can really start to understand ourselves and our purpose and the power that we have within ourselves to create whatever we want and dream whatever we want, that's really when life starts to take off. For me, it's taken me into my 40s to really figure out that. And so if I could help some of you in your 20 and save you 20 years um, of struggle and so that you could be that much farther ahead than I am and figuring out your life, uh, wow, that would be such a a benefit and you kind of get a head start, shall I say? I'm going to try and give you a head start. So often I wonder why it's so hard for us to see ourselves and who we really are. Why is that so difficult for us? I remember hearing someone say that, um, who were you before the world told you what you were or something like that? You know, and if you look back into your childhood, do you remember that little human that was happy-go-lucky and had lots of joy just in the very simple things of life. I love that about children. They live in the present and they're just happy where they are. They don't have a lot of worries and stresses, you know, at those time of their lives. And, and sometimes they do, it depends, you know, on the situation of life, but But we know as we grow up, we start to pay attention to and we start to listen to what everybody is saying around us and our teachers and our parents and our siblings and what they're telling us who uh, and, and who we are and what we can be. Now, that isn't always a bad thing, but sometimes it can be and we often lose a sense of who we are 
based upon our own opinion of ourselves. And what we're doing is trying to please others and try and get validation from other people. So, you know, maybe we're trying not to disappoint them, or we just really are looking for love and acceptance and all those things. And I remember this so well, wanting to do things in order to fit in, to be loved, to, you know, have people say that I'm great. And I was loved as a child, but I did learn very quickly how to people please because um, I got the validation I was looking for when I did. So in this journey that I've been on for many years, and I'm sure many of you are on, I just wanted to maybe give you some tips, things that I have learned along the way that might help you to figure yourself out a little sooner than I did and use the information to create the life that you want to live more authentically and honestly to who you really are. So I'm just going to, there's lots of discoveries I've made, but there's just three specifically that I was thinking about that have been really aha, mind blowing, really helpful things for me. So the first one is honesty. The second one is curiosity. And the third one is unconditional love. And I'm going to go and explain and give you lots of examples so that you understand how powerful these tools are in figuring out who you are. So of course, the first step is honesty in figuring out who you are. I think it really comes down to learning to be bluntly honest with yourself. You know, I've, I've talked about how I spent a lot of years being who I thought people wanted me to be and doing what I think, doing what I think people wanted me to do and just living based upon that. And I would consider my life to be a, a decently good life. Um, I've had a lot of learning, a lot of growth, some happy, some sad, all of it in between. But when things really started to change for me and turn around is when I got really, really honest with myself, painfully honest at times, which took me to a level of humility to really look at myself and see things as they kind of are, really are. And when I got honest, I started recognizing things in myself that I have done for years just out of autopilot and trying to please other others much of my life. The problem with that is that we don't figure out who we are authentically. We become a version of ourselves that other people want us to become. And I know I'm probably not the only one that feels that way, but we do things maybe not out of the always the correct motivations. Um, And so in trying to get more honest with yourself, I want you to ask some really thought-provoking questions that I often have asked myself. The first one is if you were to take away all the exterior outward parts of yourself, what you do, where you work, what you study, where you came from, you know, where you were born, those outwardly parts of ourselves that we believe define ourselves, and we were to just kind of cancel all of that and just get down to the nitty gritty of who we are inside, who are what our qual our true qualities were that we were born with. What do we have inherently within us? What would those qualities be? The second question is, why do I do what I do? what am I really after? What are you really after when you do what you do? They're thought-provoking questions. And the third is, what do I really want? If nobody was watching, listening, giving their opinions, and there was really no boundaries there, 
What is it that I would truly want to do and why? Now, sometimes that's a hard question. I remember people used to say, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I I just don't know. But as we start to explore ourselves and get more comfortable and honest, I think we sometimes can allow ourselves to dream a little bit. So, you know, there are basic things that we as humans are looking for. Of course, we're looking for love, belonging, acceptance, probably security and some other things. But it's really important that you get honest enough with yourself that you know what you're really after and why. Most everything that we do is because we want to feel a certain way. So what are you after? What are you wanting to feel? And what are you trying to get when you're doing certain things to please other people? So those are some really thought-provoking questions that I want you to think about as you're trying to be honest It'll help you to get a little more honest about who you are and what you really want. The number two thing is curiosity. I don't know about you, but I'm assuming because just because I've done this long enough that most people are pretty judgmental of themselves. Um, I see that across the board and we generally as humans tear ourselves down and berate ourselves for what we are or are not doing. One of the most famous things that I think we say to ourselves is that I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Well, who says so? We spend a lot of time berating ourselves and thinking that we're stupid, we're dumb, we treat ourselves worse than we would treat anyone else. And then there's this component of comparison of really wishing we could be other people, wishing we had other people's gifts and talents and bodies and abilities, their relationships, and we could go on and on, right? we really just sometimes don't want to be who we are and we wish we could be someone else. And the problem is, is that we spend so much time wishing that we could be someone else that we don't use that time to figure out who we are and why we might possibly be okay. Why we might be amazing even. So when I talk about getting curious with yourself, it's stopping long enough to look at yourself and understand why you do what you do. What does that even look like? So I, when I did this, I, I started figuring out from a very young age, I don't even remember when it started, but I started just wanting to do everything right, everything perfect. Um, I think for some reason that I got this idea in my head that if I did things really well or perfectly, then I would feel more love. I'd feel more validation. And it really took me again into my forties. I think I said that before to really understand that that doesn't even work, that perfection does not exist. Perfection is an illusion and is something that as long as we believe that we need to be perfect, that our lives need to look perfect. Of course, we live in this social media world where we see that a lot. We, things appear perfect but it really is an illusion. It was interesting. Uh, my sister works for a company and they were doing a photo shoot and they decided to come and use my home as part of a photo shoot. And I was amazed at what they did with this photo shoot. You know, in the pictures, it looks perfect. It literally looks perfect. But when I saw what they did to try and create this perfection for these photo shoot, it kind of made me laugh. Honestly, it was It was a little bit interesting to just see the work that it took to try and appear perfect in this photo shoot. But the reality was I saw the reality behind the photo shoot and there's nothing perfect, right? 
So the first thing that I had to do when I figured this tendency out is that I had to get really honest with myself and start to ask myself these questions and realized while doing so that I'm like, oh, wow, I really am kind of perfectionistic. I like that. I, my, that's where my brain and my eyes go when I'm looking for things. And it was pretty painful to admit to myself that I was somewhat that way. Um, the problem with a perfectionistic type of mentality is that you never, ever feel good enough. And you're always constantly running around and working really hard and trying to prove to everyone that you're worthy and that things are perfect and that we can't show weakness. And honestly, it's very exhausting. But the second part of this was getting really curious about why I was the way I was. I get really frustrated in situations where things didn't go the way I wanted them to, or my expectations weren't met. And I was like, okay, why am I that way? What was I after? What am I really looking for here? I had to get curious. Tiffany, why do you need things to look a certain way or to be a certain way? What is it about this perfect scenario that makes you feel worthy? I have a life coaching friend that always says to herself, she's like, what's going on with you, hun? What's, what's going on with you today? What do you need? What can I help you with? As, as you're talking to yourself, when we drop this judgment and we get really curious and ask yourself what's going on, that's when we really start to discover what are we after? What are we trying to feel? Are we trying to feel worthy so that people will love us and, and be accepted and valued and appreciated? And that's what I was doing. But I stopped being mad at myself like, oh my gosh, that's so dumb. Why am I that way? And I just got honest and curious about what was going on. And I'm still kind of trying to figure this out. But I'm learning what I'm after and what I need And so these ideas of being perfect are just kind of a cover up for the needs that are underneath that. Does that make sense? The other thing that I got really curious about was that I noticed in myself was I've always been pretty concerned with the way that I look and that I always look for outside validation from other people to determine what I look like and who I am. And when I got curious about that, instead of being like, Tiffany, why are you that way? And be mad at myself, I got curious. And I'm like, okay, what's going on there? And I realized I didn't think I was good enough, pretty enough, skinny enough, all those things. So I was seeking other people and their validation or them saying, hey, love your hair, love your shirt, love your shoes. And what that did was if they believed that I looked good, then maybe I could have permission to believe that I was okay, that I looked good. And that always feels good, right? When you give yourself permission to say, dang, I look good. But when we get curious and I, and I really started becoming that for myself, instead of always looking for outward validation from everyone, I started being that person that started saying, what do you need, hun? And I gave myself permission to just look in the mirror and say, you know what? You look good. You are beautiful. You have a light about you. You help a lot of people. You're a force for good. And I started seeing myself as I was, and I started feeding myself what I was wanting other people to feed me. And that's a process that takes time. 
Um, but I'm finding the more I do that, the more, less I seek the validation from other people. And I, you know, I'll go to the store and I'll try something and I'm like, well, do I like it? Does it matter if everybody else likes it? If I like it, then it's okay. And I start building my own stuff up and believing whatever I want to believe about myself, which is just generally going to create more confidence, right? All right. The third and last principle here is, uh, unconditional love. You can't really figure out who you are if you can't learn to love yourself for both the good and the bad. This was a huge aha moment for me because I think I I was just mad and frustrated with myself whenever I saw bad weakness, when I didn't act the way I wanted to or do the things I wanted to. I was kind of mad about it. And so when I realized that I could love myself when I'm amazing and I could love myself in my weakness and my brokenness and my craziness and whatever else, that's when things really started to change for me, that I could love this person that just just keeps trying and working at life. I can love this girl that doesn't always say the right things or do the right things, a girl that doesn't always look perfect and sometimes looks far from it and it's okay. It's really an interesting process of growing older because you start to see more flaws in like your skin, start to get more wrinkles, you know, dark spots, things about your body that just don't look as good when you were, when you were younger. And it's, it's an interesting learning process when you have to learn your love yourself, even though you see those imperfections and weaknesses in yourself and maybe even learn to appreciate them. That's, that's huge. I've told you before in other podcasts that I have learned to see some of those things as beautiful. I look at my hands, which don't look young anymore. They're getting wrinkly and the veins are starting to pop out. I can either choose to look at those as ugly old hands, or I can start to see the beauty that these hands have, the, the things they have, these hands have done in a lifetime. They've a lot of good. And they've helped and lifted. They've done a lot of work outside. I love to garden. They've brought satisfaction to me. And if I can just unconditionally love these hands and see the beauty that's found deep within them, it brings a love for myself that I've never had before. I'm learning to love my wrinkles because those wrinkles show a story of life, of the challenges I faced, of the worry and concerns I've had. And I've had to work through those things. And those wrinkles show the reality that sometimes life is difficult and I've kept moving through. I could go on and on, but I have found beauty and love for myself, even in my brokenness. I remember I used to loathe myself growing up in high school and college and being so embarrassed of myself and who I was and what I looked like. I hated myself for those things. But over time, I've learned to love that 16-year-old girl that put on way too much hairspray in her hair. Why? Because that was sort of the style to have like this wall for your bangs, right? And I just love her. I love that 16-year-old girl in that moment because I can see that what I was doing, I was seeking love. I was seeking acceptance. And I just got curious and realized I, I can see what I was after. You know, when I was in college and I was desperately trying to lose weight, I can just love myself in those moments, love myself in that humanness and realize that I just wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be loved. 
And I thought that was the best way to do that. Now I know better. So I do better. Right. And so instead of beating myself up for acting that way in college and acting that way as I was growing up, and even now, some of the things I do, I can see the beauty in the person who I was trying to be. And I can see that I was in a period of self-discovery trying to figure out who I was. I'm still in that period of discovery and I will be probably until the day I die. But learning to love myself in those weak places, in those flaws, in those big mistakes that I made, I can see that there is a lot of beauty that lies in that as well as discovering the whole good, happy, positive parts of me as well. That's who I am. I'm both I'm both of those things. Trying to be perfect in everything is an exhausting illusion that you'll never be able to be happy in. It creates discontentment in yourself and it never will leave until you start to learn to accept the whole part of you, which is the good and the bad, the mistakes and, and the, you know, celebrations and wonderful things that have happened. So when it comes to trying to figure yourself out, and there's a whole lot more than this that I could say, but I just wanted to start you with these three principles so that you can start asking yourself um, some things to figure yourself out. Just remember, number one, we're starting to be really honest with ourselves. Get really honest with yourself and where you're at and who you are, um, why you do what you do. Um, number two, get really curious and look at yourself from a distance instead of judging yourself and being mad at yourself for the way they are. Start to figure out why you do what you do. And then the third part of that is just learning to love yourself unconditionally. That means loving yourself without conditions, loving yourself, talking to yourself in a loving way. You were loved in the past. You can love your past you. You can love who you are now and you can work on loving that future self, that future person that you're going to be. It's so interesting. I, I have beaten myself up for over 25 years for not being a better mom, wishing I would have done things differently, wish I would have treated my kids differently and treated myself differently. But I have come to a point more in my life where I just love me for the efforts that I made. I was trying. I can see that in myself. I know I was weak. I know I made lots of mistakes. Sometimes I do want to go back and change those things. But there's been so much learning and growth. I've discovered a lot of who I am through those mistakes. I've made, um, you know, try, trying to figure out who I am. I wouldn't change those things. I did the best I knew how at the time and with the knowledge I had. And I acknowledge myself and I love myself for that. And I all, also allow myself growth and learning that I'm always going to be improving. I'm always going to be working at discovering who I am. It's such a beautiful process when you start to have this love and compassion and kindness toward your, towards yourself, when you start to treat yourself as a friend, when you really start to love who you are and start, start to figure out the power that you have within yourself to go out and make the world a better place. It's a beautiful place to be in and I know you can get there. So I just wish you the best. I hope these three things, honesty, curiosity, and unconditional love are three ways in which you can get to know yourself a little bit better and start on this self-discovery of figuring out who you are. Because once you can put to rest and stop worrying about other people and, and start trying to people please and all these things, 
There's a freedom that you have in your life to just go out and create the life you want, be who you want to be, dress how you want to dress. There is a freedom that is so liberating when you get to that point. I'm just barely starting to do that, but it is, it feels so good to just finally be comfortable in my skin, where I'm at, with who I'm at, who I am. Um, it's just, it's just, it's a peaceful, content place to be. And I just love it. So anyway, I hope this has been helpful. I, you know, if you are in this place of self-discovery and you're trying to figure out who am I really, I hope you'll just contact me, directyourlifecoaching.com, sign up for a free call and just let's talk about it. There's never any obligation, you guys. I have clients that call me from their cars, from uh, their basements, from a closet, like just find a quiet space. And I'm just a very neutral, um, positive person. I don't have any judgments when you come to me. I have zero ideas of who you are or who I think you are. I just, I just love you for who you are when you show up. And I just take you wherever you want to go. So it's a it's a beautiful process. And I love, um, you know, having someone to kind of go along in that process and help you through that. So reach out to me anytime. I would love to talk to you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Until next time, we will see you soon. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence and a new way to look at your life, come, let me help you. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.